Support for the Nino's Corner podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like this podcast, press the subscribe button. Also, guys, this is a live stream, so hit the like button. Like button means attendance, folks. Like button means attendance, man. But today, we're going to talk about this week seven, uh, you know, comeback from Oklahoma State here against Texas. And, you know, but first off, guys, Let's talk about my sponsor first off, guys. The sponsor is Manscaped.com, guys. So, hey, support for the Nino's Corner podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, folks, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Again, folks, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Man, people, 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 if you are on this chat, I know you guys are here to talk about Texas versus Oklahoma State and what just happened, man. What just happened? Well, I'm going to tell you what happened, man. Um, Let's be honest. One time is an outlier. Two times is a trend. Three times is who you are. And when I say that, guys, what I mean by that is, first off, let me drink a beer, guys. This is one of those days where a brother needs some beer, all right? If we take a look at the previous games here, let's start with with the two games prior to that. Let's look at uh, TCU. We let TCU off the hook. They almost came back and had had an opportunity to tie the game up um, or actually win the game. Um, We didn't finish strong, even though we won the game. Um, If you look at OU, of course, a 21-point lead, 28-7. to um, And and we ended up losing the game 55-48. to And then this week, guys, this week, um, we had a lead. We had a lead, and there are – Three things, guys, that really, uh, you know, just just killed us. The three things that killed us, I think the score at the time was 17 to three. Um, we have the ball. We are going in uh, to either get a touchdown or a field goal. At the least, guys, it was going to be 20 to three at the least if we just hold on to the ball. Um, more than likely, 24 to 3. 24 to 3 would have been perfect, but it's at, at least 20 to 3. 
Okay. And if it's 20 to three going into halftime, I like our odds in this game because Bijan comes out um, in that second half. Uh, once, once Texas, once Texas gets the ball back, he goes out and scores a touchdown. You're looking 27 to three, a totally different game or 31 to three, totally different game. But that was one thing that I didn't like was we get too pretty in the red zone. All right. We got an opportunity to win this game. We got opportunity to all gas, no breaks, uh, put the foot on the throat. That's what we have the opportunity to do. I mean, what do we do today, guys? We let him off the hook. Um, guys, you guys understand I am one of the biggest Casey Thompson uh, uh, guys. I like Casey a lot. I like that he stayed around. I do. But let's be honest. If you go back and look at the Alamo Bowl game, um, there's opportunity for Colorado to intercept the ball. Pretty much the same exact play as what happened today. The guy from well, the guy from Colorado actually dropped the ball, but that, that was a pick six. That was a pick six, you know. But that stuff gets sweeped underneath the rug when we look at a win and look at what Casey did, the four touchdowns and a half, basically. Right. Now, fast forward to the spring game. Pretty much the same exact play to the opposite side of the field. Casey uh, uh, throws the ball across. Jamison picks it off. Pick six. Okay. So that's twice in a row that we've seen Casey when he when he tries to throw to the sidelines where it just doesn't seem like he has the natural arm string for that. Um, and then today, today, the exact same side of the field against uh, Oklahoma State today that was against Colorado, almost the exact same play. Casey throws the ball to that side of the field. What happens? Interception, pick six, change the game, change the whole totality of the game, right? So that's what happens. That's what happens when you don't coach to the limitations of the players that you have. You need to coach to the, to the strengths of the players that you have, right? And so at, at, at that point, we know that we need to get some points on the board prior to halftime, especially since Oklahoma State is getting the ball back after halftime. Luckily, our defense um, held up on the, um, on the first drive after halftime, and Texas was able to get the ball back and score a touchdown. But that one play from Casey, that one play from the coaching staff, guys, that was a 14-point swing. That was a 14-point swing. At a minimum, a 10-point swing. But that was a 14-point swing. So that was, that was one play. You need to play to the strength of your players. We all know there's this crazy stat out there about Casey Thompson and about this offense on what he has done and accomplished in passing the ball. And in this game, guys, well, not this game, but in, in this season, Casey – uh, uh, basically has been nails thrown across the middle, something that we missed over the last four years. We never threw across the middle. We guys, guys, we understand that, right? Um, but Casey has been kind of money on those, on those passes between five and 15 yards across the middle. He's been money. We haven't been able to do that. Uh, well, we didn't try to do that this game. It's almost like we abandoned the, the game plan. And uh, yeah, things just happened. Another play um, that kind of kind of got us off of the uh off of our path here uh we stopped oklahoma state on a third and i think i don't know 14 or 15 or whatever um you know so spencer sanders is actually running the ball uh colburn versus you know he tackles him out of bounds but he grabs him and gets a horse collar tackle um just playing hard that's the one thing that you can't kind of like teach out of a person hey he was playing hard things happen Totally get it. Totally get it. Not really mad at that play. Defense still stood up, didn't allow a touchdown. They allowed a field goal. Okay. The third play that kind of killed us too when it came to points on the board was that awful call that the refs called. And believe me, guys, I'm not blaming this on the refs at all. This game was lost by Texas. Texas lost this game 
Coaching lost this game. This was a game that was lost by Texas, okay? Um, there was a play uh, where Thornton, Thornton tackles um, Spencer, uh, you know, Sanders, tackles him, and, uh, well, actually forces him to throw the ball out of bounds, but, but hits him as soon as he, you know, throws it. Bam. Goes on the ground. They call it roughing the passer. Now, let's, let's fast forward this when Casey had to go out the game because he was out of breath. Let's fast forward this. The same thing happens to Casey. No call. So we, we got to start calling these games fair. Um, but, guys, so first off, guys, like, 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 please like. If you're in this, like means that this is your attendance sheet. Please like. Please like. But, guys, I see the comments about the defense. Um, I can't blame this on the defense, for, you know, guys. I cannot blame this on the defense. When you, when you think about that last touchdown that, that was given up, um, that was a give me touchdown. The coaches let them go in. Um, the defense until that last drive, let's be honest, they only gave up uh six plus nine is what 15 points? Uh 15 points. That's what the defense gave up. The offense has to be able to sustain a drive to keep the defense fresh off the field. Okay. Um, so yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I see I got I got people in here um chris i see you chris with a k yeah yeah enjoy the alamo bowl hey yeah hey i can't knock it chris me and you've been talking all the time about this stuff man and and people stop giving my boy chris a bad rap please stop commenting saying that you know chris is my dude man chris just keeps it real the same energy he brings to texas he brings to his own team now that that analogy made about spencer uh rattler and uh and um, Pat Mahomes, that's a little extreme, but Chris, I still, I still love you, dude. I still love you, my dude. But um, yeah, let's go through some of these comments. This was a, a big recruiting weekend here. We had a bunch of folks here. We had Arch Manning here. Um, we had Evan Stewart here. We had a ton of kids here, right? So this is something that uh, is is it's not a good look for Texas. I think Sark got out coached today. Um, I think Sark got really cute at, at the end of the game. Um, our last drive, first and 10, Bijan gets the ball, nine yards, okay? Nine yards. It's second and one. What do we do? We get real cute on second and one. We throw a play. Yeah, we throw a pass to Xavier Worthy, a swing pass. No need. There's no need for that. You got cute, all right? Third and one, try to run the ball. They stop it because, of course, it's third and one. They know what's going to happen. Fourth and one, again, a blown up play. We have got to stop being cute. We have got to stop uh, saying that we're going to do this. We're going to do this. You need to freaking win the game, okay? Got to stop being cute. Do what is the strength of your team. And the strength of your team is B. John Robinson. The strength of your team, yes, is Xavier Worthy, but you can't uh, have a play to where – I knew what the play was from home. So you don't think Oklahoma State knew what the play was? You know, so just talking to a few of the other YouTubers here, you know, you, know, you guys know I talked to Steven a lot. I talked to Texas Homer. I talked to Lando. You know, we had kind of all been on the on the same page. Just, but guys, go check out Texas Homer's last video. Go check out Texas Homer's last video. Okay, Texas Homer pretty much diagnosed exactly how this game is going to go. Now, this is, this is people who I don't want to hear people say, well, you know, hey, Monday morning, Orm, you know, Monday morning, you know, armchair quarterback. No, Homer puts a lot of work into his videos. Go look at that video. He he basically diagnosed how this game is going to play out. Okay, and so um, it's amazing how uh, 
we can sit here and kind of see things, but you know, the coaching staff that's that's getting paid millions can't. So, guys, let me go back and look at through some of the comments. You guys have put a lot of comments, man. Um, so let me see. Uh, Buddha, you've been giving me hell. I get it, Buddha. I get it, I get it, I get it. Um, Texas is straight up trash. I'm not gonna say that. IT Mac Pro, we got to get better coaching, man. I mean, I can't say that. We got one of the best offensive play callers in the game. He is just I don't know if he's not trusting himself. I don't know if he if he's if he's um just getting too too cute with the ball, trying to impress people too much. But there are things that we gotta do, man, to get this thing short up. Um Dylan Burnside, Nino, my guy, let's just open up the weekly crown sessions. Freaking so disappointed in how we're losing. Yes, I'm very disappointed also. Like I tell you guys, one time is an outlier, two times is a trend, three times is is who you are. And this is three weeks in a row where we have essentially given up a lead here in the second half. And with us giving up a lead here in the second half, um, we have uh, let teams get in and continue to compete. And in two out of those three games, we have lost. Uh, there's no reason why Texas shouldn't have won this game today. This is this is on coaching. And, guys, you guys know I've been pretty pretty hard on on PK here lately. I can't, I can't get mad at PK. Not, not for this game. For three and a half quarters, when your team only gives up, when your defense only gives up 16 points, or I'm sorry, 15 points, I can't get mad at PK for that, man. You know, your offense has to step up. Your offense cannot only give you three points in the second half and you expect to win the game. That cannot happen. Cannot happen at all. So looking back at this, man, uh, Casey had to play better. This was a horrible game played by Casey. And you guys know I am a Casey fan. This is a horrible game played by Casey. And you, he has to be able to read defenses better than this. Um, makes you start to wonder, um, hey, uh, I can't say that. Casey played a hell of a game last week against OU. Had a bad game today. Um, you know, threw a pick six, threw another pick to basically seal the game for Oklahoma. I mean, for, for Oklahoma State. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but he has to play better. Has to play better. And Texas offensive line, they got to play better. They have to play better. They shuffled the offensive line here today. Um, I think from left to right, we had Christian Jones, who didn't really have a bad game today. Um, uh, Angelow, he was at left guard. Center, of course, was Jake Majors. Um, right guard was, was Topi Amati. And then at the right tackle was Kurt Stetter. Okay. Um, there's a play in there. Tope just whiffed on a few blocks. They pulled Tope out of the game, I think, after halftime, and they put in a true freshman, Hayden Connor. And there was just one play I just saw that just basically blew up in front of him. Hayden Connor just let a guy just go right, right past him, sack. Uh, it is what it is. But what we need to understand, though, hey, Casey, man, we, we, we can't get turnovers, man. You cannot be the starting quarterback here at the University of Texas. Uh, in, in a position where we have an opportunity to to go five and two for the season, to continue um, to to push for towards a Big Twelve championship game, that's not happening now. Not happening now. Not happening. One and two right now in the Big Twelve. One and two. Not happening. Not happening. Ain't gonna happen. Texas is gonna lose another game this year if they keep with with with, with this level of effort in these games and giving up. Um, you know, leads here in the fourth quarter, in the third quarter, not coming out with a with, with, with some kind of sense of urgency here in the second half. We're gonna lose one, maybe two more games. This is a seven and five, maybe eight and fourteen. 
so much optimism, you know, folks, that I have for this team. I thought for sure, I was say nine and three. Nine and three was, I, I, I you know, nine and three was my floor. I said nine and three. This team uh, with the right quarterback play, um, with the right coaching, has the opportunity to go better than nine and three. We have to win out to go nine and three right now. And that's not going to happen, folks. Let's call it what it is. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I pray to God I'm wrong. You guys know I'm a Texas grad. Um, you know, I went from 01 to 05. And, you know, I would say what, what, what folks would call maybe the golden years of, of, uh, of Texas football, you know. Mm-mm-mm. This is not Texas football. Well, you know what, folks? This is Texas football over the last decade. This is exactly what we've been accustomed to. This is exactly what we've uh, actually known here. Um, so, Isaac, let's take a look at your comment, man. Looking straight forward to next season. You know, we need recruits. We need O-line, obviously. Sorry, disappointed today. And the lack of adjustments on offense in the second half. Isaac, I totally agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. O-line has not been recruited well over the past five years. Past six years, seven years, O-line has not been recruited well. And that's something that we have to do here for the squad. We got to get some offensive linemen. Because as good as Bijan Robinson is looking, that's a lot on his own. Bijan's doing this on his own. Bijan is balling out. I'm not going to say on his own all the time, but Bijan's getting hit a lot. Before last game, Bijan had 51 broken tackles. That's 10 a game, guys. Over the first five games, Bijan had 51 broken tackles. That's 10 a game. Running backs should not be breaking 10 tackles a game. Running backs shouldn't be happening. Now, maybe they should be if it's in the backfield. I mean, if it's in the other backfield, in the secondary. That happened with us, man. That happened with us. Bijan's getting hit in the backfield, in our backfield. Bijan's getting hit next to the quarterback. Shouldn't happen. Um, I hate to see him like that. This is kind of the first time I saw Bijan with a little sting in him. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, after the game, he looked a little bit disappointed. And he should be because he's one of those guys that's giving it 100% all the time for this team. Um, yeah, let's talk about a few positives first. I don't want to go all negative, all right? I don't want to go all negative, right? Let's talk about a few positives here, guys. A few positives. Hold on. Let me drink a beer real quick. A few positives. Jalen Ford. I mean, he balled out, didn't he? When Overshawn went out in the game, I said, hmm. Overshawn's out. He's our best defensive player. This team's going to take a big step back here on the defense side of the ball. Jalen Ford balled out today and makes you kind of wonder, um, should Jalen Ford be on the, on the field a little bit more? You know, nothing against Luke. Nothing against Luke. Uh, I like I like Brockemeyer. I do. I do. Um, and let me tell you something. Uh, nothing against him. Texas, he, he's Texas legacy. His dad is, is one of the greatest players that, that, that played here at Texas on the O-line. Um, but on the defense side of the ball, they're just scheming and passing at him because they know. They know. You know, we need some speed. We need some, some sideline to sideline, you know, players. Seeing what Jalen Ford did out there today, especially on their two-point conversion, he diagnosed the play right. Um, met the guy there as soon as he caught the ball, bam, hits him. He's been in the field. I love Luke. I love Brockemeyer. Dude, I don't see him making that play. I don't. I don't. I think anybody who's real with themselves, we don't see him making that play. We need guys that have speed, uh, sideline to sideline speed, lateral quickness. We need those guys here to be playing that 
linebacker position here in this defense because the Big 12 is one of those conferences, guys, where we know it's sideline to sideline speed. Uh, comments, guys. Comments, comments, comments. IT Mac Pro, I see you. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm not gonna all, I'm not gonna put all this on Casey. I'm putting this on the on the offensive staff as a whole as well. Um, this is this is just not um, you know Casey Thompson's fault. This is the the offensive coordinator slash head coach slash Coach Sark, um, Mr. All Gas No Breaks. I love Coach Sark. I think what he's done here has been great, putting up points against teams. However, this game was on the offensive side. I mean, this was this game was lost by the offense, not by the defense. Defense did all they could, folks. They did all they could, man. Um, all they could until it was too late. It's only so much you can do before you. Um, it's only so much you can do, folks, uh, on the defensive side of the ball before you gassed out. We are just not getting the plays on offense to sustain a drive. Uh, Isaac, let me see something else you said again. No K Rob in the mix. Yeah, K Rob. We saw him on the first drive. No more after that. I'm with you, man. I am with you. 90% of the problems of this team are in the O line. Even the defense struggles. Also, Casey today showed the reasons why the by the QB by the QB battle was so close. Uh, Bones, I totally agree with you. Um, Dylan, let me see your, your thing. I can't I can't just say this is the culture left over by Herman because it seems like Sark also gets conservative. Sark, bingo. We just talked about that, Dylan. Sark got very conservative today. And that's something that I was not expecting to see here. We know that Sark likes to run the ball. Now, we got Bijan, who's very special. Roshan only got, what, a couple carries today? You got Keelan back there too, man. We need to feature our running game. Our running game was the strength of this team. It's not our passing game. Our running game was the strength of this team. We have one of the deepest um, – I would say we have one of the deepest running back rooms here in the conference, and we should be utilizing that on a daily. I love Bijan. The best running back in the country. Um, however, the, he needs a break too. We got guys who are competent enough to run the ball as well. Bones, let me see uh, something else you got. PK needs to give his paycheck to charity. Sanders can't throw to say. I'm not going to say that. I can't say that, Bones. I can't say that. Um, I can't say that. PK's defense prior to that last drive gave up 15 points. 15 points. All right. Our offense gave them seven points. PK's defense gave up 15 points. Even if you want to count that other touchdown, go ahead and count it. Go ahead and count it. So PK's defense gave up 20, 22, 23 points. Hey, if you were to tell me that our defensive coordinator was only going to give up 22 or 23 points in this game and we still lose the game, I'd have slapped you. I'd have slapped you. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Let me take some more. Um, King Conta. Sarkeesian can't understand that seven is our third best player on offense and doesn't use him in the best ways. I cannot disagree with you, brother. I cannot disagree with you. Keelan has a, a different gear, and it's sad that we're not able to see him have this uh, have this gear kick the motion because we don't use him. What are we saving him for? What are we saving him for? Terry, let me see what you got there, Terry. Rojo and Keelan need to spell Bijan exactly what I just said. Yeah, once every three or four series, a whole series. Get a man a breather. And one thing about Bijan had 15 carries, I think, in the first half, 15 or 16 carries. 
I haven't done my official stats yet. After the game, I was so ticked off. I just went, you know, fishing with my son. Right? We went fishing for a couple hours. We didn't catch nothing. We just wanted to get out there and just fish. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Really in a little bit. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, they got to they gotta spell the kid out, man. Um, Bijan had 15 carries, I think, in the first half, six in the second half. That right there shows you that we abandoned the run in the second half. We got cute. We got pretty. And we lost the game because we got cute and we got pretty. Bad look. Bad look with all those recruits in the stands. Guys, this is a game where we need to bounce back and show people that they lost them last week. It's not going to come in here and creep in for this week. But guess what? It creeped in. It it creeped in. Uh, <laughs> IT Mac Pro. Tom Herman would have used the other three backs, but then you all complained that B. John didn't get enough touches. No, no, no. That's not what people are saying. That's not what people are saying, IT Mac. They're saying that B. John needs a rest. Yes, you you need to have a running back by committee. That's how you win games, right? We Everybody understands that. However, uh, what Tom Herman did was give B. John eight carries a game and say, hey, have it. It is what it is. No. Bijan should definitely get his uh, 20 to 25 carries a game, but we, we, we still need to be able to run that ball. Um, so you, you have Roshan in there. You have Keelan. What's the point of going and getting a guy like Keelan from the portal and you don't use him? What's the point? What's the point of having an all-purpose back like Rosho? You know, like Rojo is a, is, a, is a great running back, and we don't use him. He didn't run the ball one time last week. Not one time. Not a one. I think he's on a couple plays, but he didn't run the ball once. I think he ran once today, maybe twice today. You know, so nah, nah. That's not a, that's not what people are saying. It Mac is one thing that we all liked about Steve Sarkeesian when he when he got here is he knows who his talented players are and he gets the ball to him, which is something that you need, right? You keep your talented players in there. You let them get the ball. Uh, the problem we had with the last regime, which I'm not going to spend much time on the last regime, was we would substitute literally nine, ten wide receivers in the game. Shouldn't be like that. It, football is all about, at this point in the season, you should know who your guys are, right? You should know who your guys are, okay? We know Bijan's our guy. We know Xavier Word is our guy, all right? Jordan Winnington's gone, so he's he's not our guy right now because he's gone. But you know Josh Moore is your second or third best wide receiver right now, and you know that you love Marcus Washington because of the blocking he does and everything, which kudos to Marcus Washington for stepping up and getting that catch, two catches today or three catches today, but he is being rewarded um, for the great work that he does, blocking the ball and knowing the offense. I love Marcus Washington's game. I was happy for him when he got that long that long catch. But um, But, yeah, it's about knowing who your playmakers are and letting them play, okay? Now, uh, just because you're letting your 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 playmakers play doesn't mean that you can't give them a rest every now, especially at the running back position, because they take all the contact. They take all the contact. Rojo is still a competent running. Give Rojo six to six to seven carries a game, okay? Or give him three or four carries a game. Give Keelan another three or four carries a game. This team should be getting forty rushes a game. This team should be getting 40 rushes a game, meaning Bijan should be getting about 20 to 25, okay? Rojo should be getting about six or seven. Keelan should be getting about six or seven. You know, so these running backs should be getting, you know, I, I shouldn't say 40 rushes. They should be getting 40 touches a game, meaning in between the passing game and, and the running game, this is what these guys can get. 
That's why, okay, Buddha, I see what you're saying. But, you know, y'all running Bijan on the ground, bro. No, we didn't. He got 21 carries today. He got 21 carries today. Now, you go, I want you to, Buddha, to check any other offense. And I guarantee you that their starting running back is getting about 20 or 21 carries a game. Bijan has not been overworked, guys. He got 21 carries a game. I think he got 20 last week against OU. TCU, he got 35 carries. I give you that. That was a lot of carries for him. But the game before that, Texas Tech, he didn't get many carries. Rice, he didn't get many carries. Louisiana, he didn't get many carries. I think, eight, I think it was 13 carries against Louisiana or 18 against Louisiana. It was something like that. But uh, Bijan has only got 20 or more carries and I think, three games this year, maybe four. But one was for 35, which is the outlier. The remaining were 20, 21, 20. So you go to any other team in the country who has a star running back, I guarantee you they're getting 20 carries a game. So he's not getting he's not getting overrushed. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Um, I'm with you. Wideouts aren't the issue here. Not the issue. Nope, not the issue. Issue was our offensive game plan. Um, yeah, issue was our offensive game plan. You know, talking to just a few of my friends today, we were calling the plays. You know, from our couches. Like, oh yeah, this is going to happen. So if we can see that, what do you think Gundy can see? Um, uh, I see the comment, Gray. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree or agree. Worthy didn't block well on that one play. This is the play that um Marcus Washington got. I think that's the play that you're talking about, Leo. Marcus Washington guy, I think he was lined up on the left side. Yeah, he's on the left side. Casey gets the ball, throws it to him. Worthy has the guy locked up. Locked up. Guy shrugs Worthy, gets um, Marcus Washington down, I think, for uh, a one-yard loss. Um, he's still light, man. He's a freshman. The guys he's playing against, I think that dude was a junior or so, or a senior. A bigger guy, too. We got, got to understand what Worthy is. He's 160 pounds, guys. 160 pounds. Um and if I'm a 190-pound or a 200-pound guy, ain't nobody I got 40 pounds on going to do nothing to me. Not happening. Not happening. Bones, great question. Why don't we use Wiley in the middle when teams play a zone? And especially, Bones, especially when Casey has been known to his, – his best passing efficiency is across the middle between 5 and 15 yards. That is his that is his calling card. It's not sideline to sideline. It's not that. You know, so it's like we get cocky um as a team and 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 as play callers, and we get cocky and we say we're gonna do what we want to do and we're gonna impose our will. No, you take what Gundy's giving you. Gundy outcoached Sark today. Is what it is. He outcoached Sark today. Sark has Gundy would gladly trade the talent that Sark has on this team for what he has on his team. I guarantee you that. He would gladly trade it, you know? But he has won against us again. You know, we won the last two games. But first off, guys, one more thing. One more thing. Another promo. Another promo, guys. Another um, plug for my my sponsor. So, guys, again, support for the – for the Nino's Corner Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. 
the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped just launched a fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off promo code, free shipping, and 20% off Nino's Corner at Manscaped. Go get that, guys. That's my sponsor. Um, yeah, so back to the uh, stats, guys. Back to the stats. Like I told you guys, I haven't looked at any of the stats yet. I was so mad after the game. I just went and um, went fishing with my son. Okay? So let's take some more comments, guys. Uh, let's take some more comments. Um, I'm Okay, I am legitimately not going to claim Texas will win any more games until we out-recruit every single player. In the o- we got to get some O-linemen. I'm, I am totally, I'm totally with you. Uh, uh, Den 12, Coach Sark got out, Coach. Sure did. Sure did. I already talked about that. Um, Steve Booth, until the line gets upgraded, we should get used to these outcomes. Yes and no. This is a game that we should have won. And I, I'm not even putting this on the on, on – the, the line needs to get – definitely buttoned up, sold up, whatever has to happen. The line has to get better. This game was on coaching. This was a winnable game, okay? We we had this game won. We go up at halftime, all right, folks? We go up at halftime, 20 to 3 or 24 to 3. I'm not going to say this game is over because we blew a 21-point lead last week. Mm. But I am going to say that we have a better chance of winning this game because Spencer, whatever his name, Spencer Sanders, um, it's not Caleb Williams. Let's keep it honest. Spencer Sam, he is not. Um, he couldn't hit the side of a boy with a beach ball today. And they still won the game. Okay. And that's because we got so conservative on the offensive side of the ball. Lack of data school when it comes to play calling on the offensive side of the ball. I just don't know. I don't know uh, what is up with this team. Um, go back to the game plan. Uh, go back to what the game plan was versus Texas Tech for offense. Texas Tech's not a good team. They're just not a good team. Um, we looked great against a, a team that's not good. Now, I, Katie, I hear you. Texas Tech beat West Virginia. West Virginia had it close to OU. This is the Big 12, okay? It's a week-to-week game. But Texas Tech is not a good team. They're just not. You know, it's the reason why their coach is probably going to get fired this year. Uh, um, let's see some more comments, man. We have, only, we have only had one abnormal loss this year. The last two were almost typical. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't deny that. I can't deny that. Uh, Johnny, our strength in our defense is our experience, secondary play, a single high safety and, and drop the other down in the box. Uh, Johnny, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that as far as, I'm not going to say that's a strength of our defense, but I, we went too high the whole game, which I thought was freaking crazy. Um, and guess what? Oklahoma State took that and ran with it. And I mean, ran with that, meaning that, hey, they took that and they literally ran with it. They had uh, every team that plays us has their best rushing numbers of the year. It's not a, it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence at all, guys. Um, so we have to be able to stop the run. If we can stop the run. A guy like Spencer Sanders, that's when we're able to jump balls. You saw Shark jump the ball, got a pick. Shark jumped the ball again, almost got another pick. Um who else had, uh, I think, Jade Baron almost had another pick as well. Like, you know, we can jump these routes. 
You know what I'm saying? We can jump these routes. And we had an opportunity to 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 actually jump these routes, but we got to stop the run. And we did not stop the run. Did not stop the run today. Uh, let's see. Kate, uh, Nino, do you think uh, Sark is building his scheme around the players or or the players around his scheme, which is why it looks mismatched the last two games? Sark, guys, he called excellent game plans the first half. In the second half, it's like he goes in the halftime and says, I got this. Um you know, we got such a huge lead. Let's try something new. You don't have to reinvent the wheel if you're already winning. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's no excuse why Bijan got six rushes in the second half. And I'm not saying Bijan has to get all the rushes, but there's no excuse why we have uh, a significant less amount of runs in the second half than we did in the first half. Meaning that some of those runs could have been through Rojo. Some of those runs could have been through Keelan Robinson. There's no there's, there's no Reason why that shouldn't happen. We were killing him in the first half and running the ball. Okay. Killing him. BJ should always be in the box. He's a hitter. Um, Nino, that's why that's why PK gets no slack. Uh, I'm not I'm not giving him slack, but I'm just saying when your defense, even if you count the last touchdown, when your defense only allows 23 points, you're supposed to win that game, especially in the Big 12. When your defense allows 23 points. You are supposed to win the game. This is not Coach PK's fault. This is on the offense. It's only so much you can ask for your defense. The defense allowed 23 points, man. I mean, just think about that for a minute. You know, 23 points. And our offense only scored 24. That's the game. That's the game. You know what I'm saying? That's the game. Was what it was. Um. What do you say, Daniel? I actually believe Sark has the right idea. It's the mental side. Uh, you know what? I didn't even see his his post game. I told you I went fishing with my son. I didn't want to hear that. Uh, if we play well, we can beat Baylor. Hmm. I mean, if we play well, we I mean, I mean, we played well against Oklahoma and we lost. You know, uh, we got to we have to start. We got to stop getting cute and just. Do us. Do what the strength of your team. You know you have a pretty damn good run-blocking team. The problem is our pass blocking is not anywhere where it needs to be. And let me tell you something, guys. When you have an opportunity uh, to run the ball down somebody's throat, guess what it does? It takes their soul. Rewind back to the Arkansas game. Arkansas ran on us all day long. What did that do? It took our soul. All right, fast forward back up to the Oklahoma game. Oklahoma was able to, in that second half, run the ball on us. It took our soul out, you know, just this is out from us. And go back and look at that last run play from Kennedy Brooks where it was the last run play to win the game. There were players giving up on that play. They didn't want no more. They tapped out. They was, they was oh, boy, no mas, no mas, no mas. They didn't want it no more. It is... When, somebody, when you know what's about to happen, when you know what's about to happen, and you see it coming at you, and you're like, this ain't going to be good. Takes your soul, baby. Takes your soul. I, I can't say that, Sam Storm. Um, Texas is going to, I don't know. Let me stop. No, you're right. Can't overlook anybody. Can't overlook anybody. You got to approach every game like it's your last game. Can't overlook anybody. I'm with you. I'm with you, Sam Storm. They're going to have to prove it every week to me. 
and prove it every week to every other Texas fan that they can do something better than what they've been doing here over these past two to three weeks. Yep. Hey, it is what it is, man. Anybody hating on you, Sandstorm? Don't reinvent the wheel. Wheel routes, literally. We, I don't think we ran a wheel route all game. Now, we got Bijan. Keylon should be running some wheel routes. Should be. Nobody can keep up with him, you know? Um, I'm with you, man. I'm with you, Den 12. I'm with you, Den 12, man. Uh, let's, 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 let's take a look at some more comments. You know, the press make the same points you are. I'm convinced it's bigger than that. Uh, no, you know what? Maybe, no. Mm-mm. These dudes been playing football their whole lives, right? They been playing football their whole lives, man. Um, either they're not bought in to Sark, uh, which I don't think that's the case. Um, but I think there's a lot of stuff probably going on behind the scenes that we just don't know about. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens next week. Um, does Sark roll out Casey next week to start? Does he roll out Hudson Card next week to start? I mean, we just burned Hudson's uh, his red shirt today. He played in four games previous, and then he we burned his red shirt to take one snap, just you know, like today. So, do we roll the dice? Do we put Hudson Card in? Do we keep Casey in? That's the question. Um, but this was on Casey. Now, you don't want to go flip-flopping. You don't, it, this is on Casey in the offense. Um, Casey and Sark. Sark down. Sark down. Sark, flood, team. Down. In that order. That order. Sark needed to call a better offensive game plan. He didn't today, and that's why we lost the game. I can't get mad at my defense for giving up 23 points today. I can't. I can't get mad at him for giving up 23 points. Um, if I had told you guys that PK gave up 23 points today, you guys, everybody last week would have told me that we won this game. Everybody. We are so afraid of getting beat by the deep ball that we are dying by a thousand cuts because we can't stop the run. Example, 39, 3D lineman on the field, and the other team runs for a first. Uh, you know what? I this is the this is the problems that we have, folks, is that we don't have the adequate secondary play and and, and help that the coaches feel comfortable with to allow us to play um, with some confidence and some swagger on the defense side of the ball, especially in the secondary. So we have let some deep balls go. And let's be honest, Spencer Sanders, if he had any touch on his balls, uh, he would have paused. If he had any touch, he would have, um, he would have completed that, that ball to that kid. What's his name? Um, Tay, uh, what's the boy? Tay, Tay Ware, I think. Uh, but he overthrew the ball. It was right there. He had Josh Thompson beat. It was a wrap. It was going to be a touchdown. We got lucky. So when you see that happen as a coach, and then you rewind it back and you look at Texas Tech game, how we got beat deep. You look at Arkansas. I think we got beat deep against Arkansas. You you, you look at OU. We got beat. Uh, we had 50-50 jump balls that we just couldn't contest, two or three of them. Um, and then today, you know, we, we, got, we, we got beat. Uh, Spencer Sanders could not get the ball to that guy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, one yard in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I told you, I didn't even go look at the stats. Kate, you bringing new information to me because I ain't had time to look at the stats yet, man. I'm, I was so mad. I told you, I went fishing with my son, man. We tried to reel in some bass. It didn't happen. I ain't even catching no fish. I'm real mad. Um, 
All gas first half, pass gas second half. Steven? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, GG, uh, how is this team so so Jekyll and Hyde that one week it is on the offense and next week's on the defense fault? Um, it's a good question. That's preparation. That's mentality. Um, you guys know I, I'm a military guy. You know, I'm, you know, I am a military man. And so, you know, I've been in the military now for 16 years. So um, as a commander, I always tell my troops, I say, look here, guys, you never, you never rise to the occasion. You fall down to the level of your training, right? So when stuff gets, when, when, when the going gets tough, you don't rise. You go down to your foundation. You go down to, to the things you've been taught, your foundation. And so your foundation is what sets you up for how you finish. You know, so if you, if you prepare hard, I'm not saying that this team doesn't prepare hard, but mentally you have to be in it to where I know that at the end of the day, I'm giving my 100% and you guys are not going to beat me because I made a mistake. You guys are going to beat me because you just got lucky. That's not happening. OU, last week, those 50-50 jump balls, those were those were I'm not gonna say lucky balls, but those were um, those were two plays uh, that Caleb kind of threw up for grabs, and those were balls that you can say, you know what, they could have went either way. Good play, good catch. Today, uh, it was man on man, and we just got beat. You know, we just got beat, and it just it just is what it is. Maybe stuff will change after y'all bye week, Buddha. I doubt it, man. Buddha, you you owe you fan. You watch football too. I, I know you watch football because you always want to you know talk a mess to me. But shout out to Buddha, man. I like Buddha a lot. Um it's not that a bye week this late in the season. We got seven games under our belt. At this point, you are who you are, right? What I tell you guys, one time is an anomaly, two times is a trend, three times is who you are. That game against TCU, we let him back in the game, right? We won it, but we let him back in the game. OU, up 21, let him back in the game. What they do, they won it, all right? Oklahoma State, we were up – what was the score? We were up 20, 24 to 10. We were up uh, two touchdowns. We lost the game. That's who we are right now. That's That's the team we are right now. So – um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Daniel, hey, thanks for asking, man. Fishing trip was all right, man. We didn't catch none, but it was just good to get my son out there to uh to fish. Man, he's six years old, man. Um, Oklahoma State has a terrible offense, and we are treating them like they have a top five offense. If, if Oklahoma State beats you in the passing game, then you tip your cap to them, but you don't let you don't let them run. That is that is true. Johnny, I'm with you. This is so confusing. I know, Johnny. We're, we're, we're going through circles. But, Johnny, if I had told you last week, Johnny, that PK's defense was going to allow 23 points, what would you have told me? Yep. I, I know exactly what you told me. You would have been like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, I didn't tell you that Casey was going to give them another touchdown. <laughs> but if I had told you PK's defense was going to only allow 23 points, you would have told me that you would have taken it all day long. Uh, oh, you uh, took y'all soul from y'all. That they did, 
Buddha. I can't. I can't hate Buddha. I can't hate Buddha. Let me look at some comments. Uh, yep, Johnny. That yeah. If I had told you that our defense gives up twenty three points, you'd have said we get the dub because our offense is supposed to be more mature than this, and it wasn't today. It was not today. Um, great man. The culture. I got to do some more deep digging on that man. I got to go talk to some folks about that. But we shall see how this is going to happen. Jackie McCarter Jr., this is my brother, man. We are soft on both lines. It's the big difference from those Mac Brown years every verse, every year since. From the um, from the early Mac Brown years, Jackie Mac. <laughs> Jackie McCarter Jr., man. That's my that's my frat brother. That's you know, that's my brother. Uh man, Jackie, how long have I known you now? Almost 20 years. Um, yeah, almost 20 years. So yeah, that's that's my brother, man. Um, but yeah, we, we talk about football all the time. Matter of fact, my my intro, not the first intro with the music, but the second one with the with the city and everything in the background, Jackie made that. So you need some work done on videos, man. Talk to Jackie. He's 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 awesome at it. But yeah, Jackie, I'm totally with you. When you go back and look at the lines that we had back in the past, you go look at um the Vince Young years. Okay. So like the Vince Young years, we had, of course, um the Casey Studders. We had the Jay Scotts, right? We had the Tony Hills. Um, we had um, Lau. We had um, um, Justin Blaylock. I mean, we we had studs on the line. You know what I'm saying? We had studs on the line. That's on the offensive side. I mean, you're talking about the defensive line. Let's talk about that defensive line for a minute back in the day, man. Roderick Wrights, Larry Dibble. Shout out to Big Dibbs, man. Um, the, Tim Crowder, Brian Robinson. You know, we had dogs, man. The Franco Cams. Okay, um, we had dogs, man. We we had dogs. We had guys that that were just studs. You know what I'm saying? Studs. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Jackie Mac, I am with you on that. Uh, yeah, Bones, I I get it, I get it, but Bones, shouldn't our offense be good enough to put up more than twenty three? You know what I'm saying? Our offense should be better. We should be good enough to – I would take P.K. giving up 23 points all all year. If, if if you could tell me P.K. can average 23 points a game, I would take that every game of the year. You know what I'm saying? I would take it every game of the year. And I'm not going to say they're a 17-point offense. They're in the theater for a reason. They found ways to win. They're number 12 team in the country. They found ways to win. You know, they just do. So you got to give credit where, where credit is due. They won. They won. And our offense didn't adjust at all. And we lost the game. November 1st, let's go. Uh, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Jess, you're excited, bro. Uh, what's this? Uh you don't you don't have a turnout in the NFL like that and have issues beating OK State, TCU, and K State every year. Agreed. Culture of mistakes leading to tentative play, uh, leading to losses. Daniel, I can't disagree with you more, man. Um, and you know what though? This is where you know coach talk, right? Coaches always say they want to get their players in. Look, it ain't about getting your players in now, man. You you got who you got. You know what I'm saying? You got to adjust. You have to adjust to 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 who is on your team right now. You got what you got. When you look at that roster, before you took this job, 
you knew exactly who you had in this team. You knew who was on the offensive line. You knew who was on the defensive line. Um, so all the coach speak that coaches like to say about getting their guys in, can't have it no more. Can't have it no more. You know, so they got to figure out a way to shore up this offensive line, which is it's not going to get fixed no more this year, guys. We're, we're in week seven. This is the seventh game, right? We are four and three now. So we got five more games. We're, we're over halfway done, you know, like, you know, like during the season. We're, all, we're over halfway done. And so now it is about doing what you do best. Doing what you do best, guys, is outside zone, uh, you know, running with uh, Bijan. Um, when when that fails, when defenses catch on, now it's time to do some RPO. Um, passes across the middle from Casey Thompson because that is his sweet spot is passing across the middle. Like I said, some crazy stat where he's between the 5 and 15-yard markets where the majority of his yards are across the middle of the defense. We got a 6'7 tight end that's 252 pounds that we do not utilize across the middle. Don't know why. Uh, I, th- I think our tight ends only have 10 catches the whole season. That's another problem. That's another day. We'll talk about that another day. Um, yeah, another day. Uh, let's see some more uh, comments. Um, because we only have two good questions, Johnny. How can we give us so many rushing yards right up the middle with two DTs that are close to 350? Great question, and I'm going to give you the answer why. It's because we got three defensive linemen playing on the on the field. And so you can have two uh, D tackles and you can have Coburn, you can have Collins or Coburn and Sweat, who, whoever we're playing in the middle now. It's so confusing now because we jumble everything. But, but if you only got two guys up the middle and you're only bringing another guy, a third guy, that's five against three. Five against three. You know, I don't care how big you are. For a split second, if you're 340 and I'm 320, I got you at least one second. I got enough push on it. I'm going to get you one second. One second, guy's gone. Okay, I don't got to hold you three seconds. It's not a passing down. Now, passing downs, I would expect something a little bit different, maybe holding the guy up for, I don't know, two or three seconds is what you need to have. But, but on the running down, I just need to get you, pop, one time, boom, one second, guy's gone. Now it's up to our guys to make tackles at the linebacker position, to make tackles in the secondary. Um, and I didn't count how many missed tackles. I know Rob Babers is probably going to have that uh, info. Shout out to Rob Babers, too. Love his shows. Um, Daniel, in the 2000s, Texas had resolved. They never gave up. True. Yeah, and all those guys were sick in the head and how brutish they were. Uh, great. I got, yeah. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Dibs. Yep, Dibs is the homie. Um, straight mean. Yep, straight mean. Yep. Killer mentality. Let's take a look. We missed Jay Witt today. I think we did. Because now that Jay Witt's gone, we can, no kidding, not we, teams can, no kidding, put all their pressure and all their eggs in the basket on stopping um, Worthy. And when you stop Worthy, you essentially stop this passing game. And so, yep, it is what it is. There it is. Jay Witt was our guy. He was our he was he was the comfort zone. He was the guy across the middle on, on the third downs. He was our comfort zone. He was the guy that reminds me so much of Devin Duvernay. I, I know I say this to you guys a lot, but I mean so much of Devin Duvernay is he is the guy that once he gets the ball in his hands, he is a running back now. 
And so he breaks tackles. He runs hard. He runs physical. I love Jay Witt. And we're definitely going to miss him. Jones has to start over Ramey uh, at the two. Are we talking basketball now? Come on, man. Come on, man. We're talking football today. Uh, I believe that UT is not the place for football because the majority can't relate to the atmosphere of the university and the program they're running. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about there, Houston. David. Tight end position is non-existent. Sure is. I've been saying that for a while now. Non-scheduled plays. Uh, Victor Santiago, Sark not going to the portal for the O-line. Bingo, 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 bingo. Troy, you have said it right, brother. We've been talking about this for a while now. Um, me and, and, and Steven, you know, from, um, from FP, um, Texas Homer, um, Lando Show, uh, Ty from ATS. We've all talked about this, about the portal. And, yes, we went out and got Devin Richardson, who's not playing at all in the portal. We went out and got Keelan Robinson, who I love, that we don't play from the portal, right? Um, who else we get from the portal this year? Those two are just two of the tops. We got Ray Thornton, Ovia Gofo. I understand those two guys are playing a lot. But we got two slots. We got Keelan, who I love, um, that, who, who needs to play more. But we got a guy like Devin Richardson. If, we, if we're not going to play Keelan Robinson and we're not going to play Devin Richardson, how come we didn't go after offensive line with these two slots? Entice somebody. Entice somebody. Well, Jack and Max said, agree to 100,000, you know, miss me with that not my guys talk. You're right. Let's go to the bottom. Alamo Bowl is slowly slipping. Don't say that, Terry. Don't say that. Chris with a K is going to get on me. I can't have him with that. He texted me today during the game and said, you guys are going to the Alamo Bowl. And I said, we'll see you in December. Now, Texas, prove me wrong, Texas. Prove me wrong. Vic, I, I love Collins. Collins has been doing his thing, but we need more than just Collins. That defensive line is so big. They need to be balling out, man. They have the guys that everybody in the country wanted. And we were able to get guys like Alfred Collins and Vernon Bryden and Keandre Colburn and, and um, you know, Ray Thornton's now here in the team. We got Devondre Sweat. All those guys were off by Alabama. Alabama wanted those guys, right? They're the gold standard, right? They're the gold standard. They wanted them. Now, drop down. Everybody else should be wanting those guys, right? We got them. And we're not coaching them up to the way that they're supposed to be coached. This defense, the, the, the scheme for this defense isn't lending towards the personnel that we have. We don't have a Vita Vea. So we can't run what PK has been used to running at uh, Washington. Um, so, you know, like we don't have that guy in the middle that, that, that can plug. We need to be running some four-man fronts to be able to stop this run. We need to have a Coburn and a Sweat next to each other, the clog at the middle, a Collins as well um, with a – man, poor Jacoby Jones, who was a great run stopper for us. He's out. But a Ray Thornton or, or Ovia Gofo on the defensive end as well, rushing the pass. We need to have a four-man front. But, guys – it's getting kind of late. I've been on here for an hour. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I need to talk to my boys um, because uh, I think my boy Steven from Fanatic Perspectives is probably going to get on here in a minute. And I want you guys to be able to get all his content as well. Steven is my guy. And he just went live. So I am out, man. I got to tune into my homie. 
All right, guys, man. Do you? You see the hat? Don't be afraid to fail out. Grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. Nino's corner. I'm out. Do you? Salute to you guys.